the great at the back end of the 6th century. They came up with seven things, seven categories that you could put all sins in. And today we're going to be looking at one called gluttony. So if you have a Bible, we're going to read together. Um, This is from Galatians chapter 5. Let's read. It says, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, live by the Spirit, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, then then you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, and factions. And envy and drunkenness and orgies and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and forbearance and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. So we're looking at gluttony, and I, I thought, what, what is the definition of gluttony? And in, the, in the, the dictionary I have, it says excessive eating and drinking. And we all know what that is, don't we? Thank you. <laughs> because we have, we have um, festivals that we like to... Uh, like to, it, 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 Christmas lunch. I don't know about you, but we have so much. Do you find that, and that you eat so much that they had to invent something to give us a break as a parent? You know what they invented? The King's Speech. <laughs> just give me fifteen minutes. It's really important to watch the King's Speech. We'll play after that. Just a little while. Let Granddad have a nap. And, uh, and, and but yeah, we eat so much that we. We laze around thinking, I can't eat anything more. And as you're eating it, it's wonderful, isn't it? And you start to think, why don't we have sausages wrapped in bacon every day? Why do we only eat turkey at Christmas? Uh, Why haven't we got crackers at every meal? All these sort of questions that come out and you think, but you just eat and eat and you eat. And it's great as it starts. But you ever get to the point where you're thinking, I can't eat anymore and I feel pretty ill now. And the kids want me to do stuff and build things and be alert and just want to sleep. 
Sometimes we see God as a bit of a killjoy, don't we? We see him as a thou shall not. You know what I mean? He has his, has his big list. In fact, he's got a book of rules in the Bible. Don't do this or this or this or this or this. But we see him like that. God saying, oh no, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. But God isn't like that. God's, God's great. And he gives us some amazing things in life. Says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. It's talking about the devil. But he says, I, this is Jesus, I have come that you may have love and life and have it to the full. And have life to the full. There's lots of things in life that is good. Food is good, isn't it? As in school, in fact, I've probably still got them in my pocket. There we go. As in school, um, a couple of weeks ago, and I told a story of a of a frog, a wide mouth frog, and I got all the kids to do the actions. You have to go, wow, fascinating, and the kids are loving it. But the question that the frog asks is, is, "Who are you, and what do you like to eat?" And so when I got to the point where I was speaking about the scale, and I said, and so rather than sort of say, "This is what the girls like to eat," I pointed to the kids and said. What do you like to eat? And so with, for the girl, I'd go, what's your favorite thing to eat? Tiramisu. First thing that came to mind. Tiramisu. Okay. Tiramisu. 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 I thought you said super good. Okay. What do you like to eat? Christmas pudding. Christmas pudding. Oh, excellent. What do you like to eat? Christmas cake. Christmas cake. Ian. Steak, oh, yes, Steve. Turkey, Turkey. oh, see the men are going for the meat. <laughs> I'm going to go for Nick. Homemade, oh, yeah, 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 oh, wholemeal bread. Oh, when when I when I was about uh, fourteen, no, when I was fifteen. We, the, the church brought in a couple of Americans, and they came to sort of train some of us doing, to do evangelism. But Americans, they came and spoke about things we had no idea about in Scotland. They said there was a restaurant in America that make milkshakes so thick that their straw stands up in them. And we were all like, wow. Because only... Only restaurant like that, hamburger restaurant we had in Scotland, was a place called Wimpy's, <laughs> which was rather expensive and extremely disappointing. And he talked about these burgers being big and huge. Well, a few months later, I went on holiday, and we went on the River Thames on a, on a barging holiday, which was fabulous. But we stopped in Windsor, and as we walked up towards the castle... My heart started to beat ba bum ba bum ba bum ba bum ba bum ba bum because there in front of me ba bum ba bum ba bum ba bum was a McDonald's. <laughs> this is what this American had been talking about. I'm like, <gasps> I went in and went, I want a burger, and he's like, what sort of burger, sir? I'm like, oh, there's choice, <laughs> and I want a milkshake so thick you can stand your straw in it. What flavor? Flavor. <laughs> Food is good, isn't it? I love food. Even rubbishy food like that, or pizza, or I think food's, food's good. Drink's good. 
There's nothing better than, a, I don't know, a, a glass of wine sat outside in a, you know I mean, a, a little restauranty thing in the sunshine, drinking a, a little drink of white wine. That's, that sounds fabulous, isn't it? Or, or a glass of beer while you're watching a rugby, or a glass of red wine around a roaring fire with some friends. It can be good. There's other things that we can get caught up in, other things that are really good. Sex. It's a good thing. God invented sex. I nearly fell off the seat when someone told me that once. What? That's God's idea. Yes. In fact, the first thing that God said to humans were, go forth and multiply. Go and do it. Is what God said. TV. It's a good thing, isn't it? I love TV. Match of the day. There's no better thing in a Saturday than match of the day. Unless there's been no football, then it's very disappointing when you attend the evening. Um, What about social media? Nothing better than catching up with friends on Facebook to see what they're doing. Or scribing through YouTube, seeing little crazy videos. They're great. They're all good. But I'm not going to stand up today and ask you to avoid these things. But they could kill you. They could. They could destroy your life. Because if you take something good and mix it with gluttony, it becomes very dangerous. In fact, a better word for gluttony I found is is probably overindulgence. When you take it and you use it too much. I love this, the, the definition. To give it uh, to give in to a desire, but the second bit I reckon was written by the Queen before she passed. To allow oneself to follow, it should say one's will, sorry, I mis- misread it. To, to, to allow oneself to follow one's will. I thought it was lovely. Um, to give in to a, a desire. My oldest child, she's beautiful. She was full of fun when she was little. But she... Uh, she loves chocolate. Amen? Who's up for chocolate? Good things, isn't it? Well, one, one year, the kids got all given a massive pile of chocolate Easter eggs. And we used to keep them on a, on a cupboard quite high up so they couldn't get them. But um, Hannah one day got up, and she loved chocolate. So she decided that she would have something. So we have four children. She ate all the Easter eggs. (laughs) Not just hers, but her siblings' Easter eggs as well. She ate everything. And I mean, you used to say, chocolate's great. I mean, that feeling of eating chocolate. But when you've eaten about 45,000 eggs, she was sick. And that's what it can be for us. These things that we have are great things. But if we eat too much, it can destroy us. Now, I love eating. It's a hobby of mine. Um, but there are certain things I, I don't like doing. I, I, I don't like buffies. You know when you go to these restaurants and it's eat what you want, and it's all there, just keep... Because it doesn't work as a Scotsman. It's like this is all free. 
And so I'm, all I'm thinking of, I've got to eat as much as I can to get my money's worth. So I starve myself weeks before I go, and I eat so much that I feel terrible afterwards. Buffy's, it's the same as Calvary's. Again, I just don't get that. You can have as much veg as you want. I still want it all because it's free. So uh, it's, it's, food's good, but if you eat too much, then it can cause you harm. Drinks, good, but if you drink too much, it will cause you harm. You ever been to a pub where they give you, uh, you go up and say, can I, have, um, can I have some Coke, please? And they say, oh, would you like a refill glass? You always say, oh, that's a great idea. Then the kids can have as much as you want. I'm just sitting going, you must be mad. Why would you want to give your kid a glass and say, have as much fizzy, sweetie drink as you want? Because it will do you no harm at all. You drink as much Coke and fizzy pop as you want all afternoon, and we'll have fun trying to get you to bed tonight. It's just crazy. You wouldn't do it with an adult. You wouldn't turn up to the pub and go, oh, we've got this deal on. Here, have a wine glass. Just have as much as you want. Okay, it's a refill glass. Just go and help yourself or a, or a beer glass or whatever. It would be crazy. Drink's good. But if you drink too much, it will destroy you. A glass of wine is good, but a bowl on half will destroy your day and may cause you to make some crazy decisions or stupid decisions. Sex is good. But introduce gluttony to it. If you start sleeping around, it just tears, tears your soul. You connect with someone so passionately, but it, it almost like you leave something there with them. It's good, but it's got a place. But if you misuse it, it will mess you up. TV is good. But if you watch one thing and then go on to watch the other and end up spending all your evening watching TV, it's not good. Social media is great, but if you're on it all the time, watching what it is, going from one thing to another, again, it can be quite harmful. I don't know about you, but the thing in your pocket, mine has a report on a Monday. It tells me how long I've been on my phone. It's not good. I get to Mondays and feel guilty. I'm thinking... And, and, and it sort of tells you, you think, oh, that's not bad for the week. And it goes, no, that's the day. <gasps> no. Watch. They can be good. Too much can destroy you. You know, there's, um, there's a battle in the heavenlies going on. We, we know that, don't we? There's, there's a, a, an unseen battle in, in heaven that we, we don't see. But there's, there's a, another battle going on within us. That's what the passage says. There's a battle between the flesh and between the spirit. And that battle is raging within us. About how we live and what we want to do. The spirit wants us to live for God. And bring his kingdom from heaven to earth. But the flesh wants us to live to please ourselves. It's the spirit that strengthens you and helps you to do what is right. But it's the flesh that weakens you and enslaves you and stops you doing what is right. The flesh sends you in the wrong direction. 
from God. And we need to control it. We need to be in charge. And the Apostle Paul sort of got it. He, he, he wrote this. I, don't, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And he's talking about that fight, that battle within him. How often do we sit and say, oh, I ain't going to watch this rubbish. Or I ain't going to be involved in this. Or I ain't going to drink or eat that much. And you find yourself going, oh, I've done it again. There's a battle going on within us. A battle to win us. And we need to be in charge. So, so how can we overcome gluttony? How can we get a grip in it in our lives? We find the answer in Galatians 5. It's the it's fruit of the Spirit. Love. Live a life of love. If you live your, your life to love God, then some of these things won't have that hold, that pull on our life. If you love your neighbors and you start to think, well, it's not about me, about pleasure in me. It's about living a life for others. Self-control, if I can just have more of that fruit in my life, then maybe I'll be able to deal with it. But let's, let's be a bit practical. Here's something. Chocolate comes in different sizes. It's true, isn't it? You go to the supermarket and, it, and you, there's lots of different size bars you can buy. And, and we go and we think, oh, look, it's only, this, it's only 5p, 10p more to get a bar that's 300 kilograms than to get a bar that's 10 or whatever. It comes in different sizes. You don't have to eat it all. Plates come in different sizes. <laughs> I used to, I was horrified as a child, as an only child. So uh, no brothers or sisters, so no one to compare with it. Um, my, my parents treated me like they treated themselves, so, um, which, was, which was nice, but not helpful. Um, so for instance, like we used to have black Russians before we went to bed. I'm thinking, what parent does that now? Um, but when I went to my granny's, my granny would always give the kids a smaller plate. And I would be horrified, going, why am I getting a saucer? Everyone else is getting proper-sized plates, and I get this teeny-weeny thing. But she knew that's all I needed. That was a proper portion for me. It's like when you have wine. If it's open, do you finish the bottle? I went to the supermarket with um, local here, and I, saw, I won't say who it was, but I saw someone buying wine for their wife, and they bought this teeny weeny bottle. I went, do you not like her? <laughs> she went, oh, that's all she needs. That's all she needs. And, uh, and I thought, wow, wine. I have a friend called, uh, I won't tell you what it's called. I've got a friend, and on top of his TV, he has a little sign. And that sign says, this is not your God. That's really impacted me over the years. Just has it right on top of his TV. This is not my God. You don't have to put it on and keep it on all night. In fact, most of our TVs record. And if you can record, I'd suggest that you record what you want to watch rather than just watch 
what's on all night long. Use a timer on social media. Set a timer on your phone, no? and just to say, and, and it will go off after 10 minutes. That's enough to check everything you need to check. But once you're on it, you forget what time is, and you're scrolling through, and, oh, look what she's doing. Or even worse, you get addicted to it. You put a comment on, you put something on, and so many people like it, and you think, oh, I need to put another comment on, so people, and, oh, how many people can like me? Put a timer on it. 10 minutes, that's all you need. And I'm sure you can come up with better things. Life is full of good things. But if we indulge, overindulge in these things, they will destroy us. That's what it means. Gluttony. Has it got hold of you? Is the things in your life that are destroying you? If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth isn't in us. But if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just, and will give us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. There was a song we sang last week, and I cannot remember it for the life of me, except for one line. Where's the worship team? They were always there. I'm looking to you to help. One of you must know it. And it says, bring all your, your habits and lay them at... What's the line? Come all you weary. What's that line about bring your... Bring your addictions and lay them... At the altar, the foot, the cross. We know. We did it this morning. If we can rewind this back, there's a song we sung this morning. Uh, you know, I don't know what it is in your life that's got grip of you. But you know, we can find freedom in Christ. And maybe today, you need to come and bring it to, to the altar and give it to him. I'm not going to ask you to come down the front. But I'm going to ask you to stand. If there's something you think's got a grip of you. I just want We're all going to stand. I'm not going to pick you out. We're all going to stand. But I just want you, in your head, to come in and to lay it before God so can I invite you to stand and let's pray I thank you Father that you love us I thank you that you've put great things in our life and these things are, are, are good but they can be destructive as well if we ask if we add gluttony to it so Father for these things that have got a grip in us we now lay at your feet and we pray that you help us. For those things that make our life trouble, we just give them to you. Help us to overcome them. I thank you that you're a faithful God, that you're, you're just and that if we ask you forgive, 
And so we ask you to forgive us. Forgive us for these things that are destroying us. Forgive us for us being selfish rather than being loving. Help us to follow you closer. In your name I pray. Amen.